Okay, so what do y'all think about these numbers, though? Because $60 million on, I think, what was a $160 million budget would seem a little bit low to me. And especially when you compare it to the rest of the Fast and the Furious films, where these are making routinely a billion dollars, and this one is kind of lagging behind. Um, I don't know, because a lot of people just assumed that The Rock uh, was the one that was carrying this franchise and he was the reason these Fast and Furious films were doing great but now since they spun off with just his character and Jason Statham's um, and it's not doing quite as well maybe it was more of a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship than you would think so what do y'all think is Hobbs and Shaw is this a disappointment so far or do two do we have to wait on China to see or is this fine? China's going to love I'd probably wait for China, yeah, because, like, if you look at the numbers, the, the Fast and Furious franchise, it always does incredible overseas. And so I just think that we have to wait for China. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of expecting it to not as much money as the other Fast and Furious franchises. Well, as the other movies, I mean, because this is a continuation. It's not... Well, no, this isn't a continuation. It's a spinoff. So I think continuation stuff is going to make more money. Do you think Fast 9 is going to make more money than this one? Mm, it depends. Well, not really. It's Fast and Furious. I mean, it, it could. Here's the thing. Fast yeah. and Furious. Like, let, me put it, let me put it this way. Fast and Furious is way bigger in China than it is in the U.S. Like, it consistently makes more money in China sure. than it does in the U.S. Uh, Fast and Furious is humongous mm-hmm. in Latin America. Um, so, it's like, I have no doubt this thing's going to be, like, successful. Like, both this movie and Fast 9. But I do think Fast 9, because that is, that is where most of the cast and most people have grown to love. Is I think Fast Nine would probably do a lot closer to like Fate of the Furious than Hobson Shaw probably will. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if you were, I don't know who's distributing this. Universal. One, but if you were the a company that's distributing, it is Universal. Okay. If you were Universal, and you see the performance of this movie, and I know we can't really make the full, you know, declaration yet, but we don't have any more episodes after this, so we have to do it now. If you're seeing what's happening with uh, this Hobbs and Shaw sequel right now, do you make more spinoffs to certain characters or do you bring these characters back into the mix and just keep making more Fast and Furious movies? Mm. I think I just stick with the Fast and Furious. Same. Yeah. It's successful. And you go. Same. I yeah. mean, it is, the movie's playing just probably in the lower end of expectations. Um, not mm-hmm. to say it's doing bad, it's just kind of like, yeah, it could have it done a little better, but yeah, like it'll make its money. Yeah, so yeah. you know, I, I would just if you have the Rock but, plus the Fast and Furious franchise for like, for, like you know, the actual thing, not a spin-off, then you have a recipe for success. Yeah, but there's one thing, I think it's kind of overstated though how how big of a draw the Rock is like by himself. Like I think a Rock in a franchise helps. And it helps with Fast and the Furious, and it worked with San Andreas. But, like, just in general, like, if you look at his movies, he is kind of bad in 50-50. And his biggest movies are when he has another guy with him, like a Kevin Hart 
or something like that. And when he doesn't have Kevin Hart or another big star to balance it out with him and he has to carry the franchise by himself, I don't he's like a Baywatch or something. He he's kinda like he's kind of fifty fifty. So I don't know. I think The Rock needs Fast and Furious and I think Fast and Furious is gonna need The Rock. I think nine is gonna do okay, but it's not gonna do as good as eight or seven. So Yeah. Plus we'll with the feuds going on uh, with uh, the Rock and the Diesel and Tyree's Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Also, I don't know if we talked about it last episode, but did y'all hear about these like quotas that these stars have to do quotas? for these movies? Like, I I believe for Jason Statham, he's only allowed to be yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's no, no, Jason Statham is yeah. He's not allowed to lose a fight. I believe Ben Diesel has an amount of punches that he will take in a movie, and then The Rock, I think, also has a deal where he can never look bad in a fight. That's and dumb. that's just the most ridiculous. Like. Th- you can't make these movies good then. Like, these characters can't, like, suffer yeah. through anything. It just has to be a whole bunch yeah. of people waiting There was this one point in the movie where The Rock goes in a room, and there's this guy who's, like, two feet taller than him is, like, has to fight him. And The Rock just punches him once, mm-hmm. and he gets knocked out. And that, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that shows. But, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan got kicked out, but hopefully he'll Uh-oh. get back in sometime Uh-oh. soon. Um, see, we predicted it. We said someone was going to die on this episode. Farewell. Okay, lots of news. So, yeah, lots of news, so we'll get right to it. So, first of all, Denis Villeneuve's Dune has been pushed back from November to December of 2020, which it uh, it's in its original spot. It was going to compete with the third weekend of Eternals, the second week of Fantastic Beasts 3, and a holiday rom-com called Happiest Season. And now it's going on to compete with Tom Holland and Brian Cranston's Uncharted movie, West Side Story, and Coming to America that all come out the same weekend as it. So, Dune moves back from November, December. Is it a good move or a bad move for Um, that movie? Good. I think it's good. I think Eternals might actually... Eternals has the potential to be like a Guardians of the Galaxy type hit. Um... And Fantastic Beast, while it's not at the, while that franchise is not at its strongest point by any stretch of the imagination, it is still a big and strong franchise to contend with. So it being separate, like you know, apart from those two, kind of gives it, you know, more time to breathe. And really, the competition is very. It doesn't overlap with it, so. I think this is, it's, a, it's a good place to be. You can capitalize with the holidays. You know, if the family wants to watch, like, this big, epic uh, adventure, uh, Dude would be the movie to watch during holiday 2020. I disagree. Um, I agree with you that Eternals might be a hit, but we're talking about the third week of Eternals. And even even if it is a hit this is an unknown Marvel property so we're not talk, pro- we're probably not talking about a 100 million dollar opening for this thing so, we're, so even if it has good legs we're probably talking about 30 maybe 40 million dollars um in its third weekend at most and then fantastic beast is a series where most people that want to see fantastic beast like see it immediately and so it's probably going to have a huge 50, 60% drop in its second week. I'm probably already disappointing 
uh, opening weekend because those movies don't do that great. And Happiest Season is is an it's a rom com that has nothing to do with Dune. So I think November was actually the perfect spot because you're away from all of these other films. You have some time before these November films and you kind of have your own week to do your own thing. A lot of people will go to see it. I think that would have been a good spot. But now you're talking about this Uncharted movie, which we don't know. Video game movies are kind of hit or miss, but you have Tom Holland, you have Ryan Cranston. That's a big action movie right there. West Side Story, these musicals are big. Like, you never know. But these musicals can make hundreds and hundreds. Lotto Land made $500 million. You never know what these musicals. Coming to America, that's Eddie Murphy returning to screen for the first time, one of his most beloved characters. It'll probably be, I think he's doing stand-up sometime next year, too, so he's probably gaining some momentum. So with all of those things happening on the same weekend that Dune is happening in December, I don't think I would have done this. Like, unless, I don't think it's a production problem because... Uh, Dune already wrapped, so they have a full year to do post-production on this. I don't know. I I would have kept it in November. Chase, what about you? Chase? Chase? Oh, uh, well. I guess another <laughs> another one bites so, the dust. Just you and me, David. So it's just me and Rodrigo. <laughs> By the end of this, it's well, just going to be I, me I, talking I, for an hour. Be like, where did everyone go? Well, the thing with Dune is that I think it will it benefits from like holiday de- legs. I mean, because when you release a movie during the holidays, usually that movie is going to last through January. I. But it would have been late November for the original Dune date, so like I think it would have got those legs. Not anyway. really. See, the the, the thing uh, is that I know, I feel like the Thanksgiving holiday wouldn't help it that much, whereas I feel like. Being able to benefit from the big holidays like Christmas and New Year's would really help to get more people along there and to kind of spread the word of mouth, if the movie's good, uh, a little further. I mean, because remember, Dune has a fantastic cast. So That's true. But the thing is, though, no one on that cast is a box office driver, I believe. Like, Timothy Chalamet is great, and Josh Brolin is great, and all of these people are great, but... How many people are going to go? Yeah, but how many people are going to go to the box office to see those people, especially Timothy Chalamet as the lead? Also, you have to remember, Timothy Chalamet also has a movie coming out in late November, King Richard. So, how many people are going to be Timothy Chalamet out? Like, we just saw Timothy Chalamet's movie. Why are we seeing another Timothy Chalamet movie? Which is another reason I like November, because if you had the first November date, you get Dune in before King Richard. So now they're hoping that King Richard is really good and everyone loves Timothy Chalamet and they're going to see it again. And that where it be- that's where it becomes risky. I could see that. So um, moving on, Andy Serkis has been selected to direct the sequel to Venom, Venom 2. Um, they're saying Michelle Williams, Tom Hardy, uh, they're both slated to return and I believe Woody Harrelson is going to come as, well, what was the villain's name? Do you remember? I, I did not see Venom. Um, Brian, do you remember the villain's name that Woody Harrelson plays? Oh, 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 oh wait. From what? Uh, from Venom? Wait. I never saw Venom. Got Carnage. Some famous guy. Carnage, yes. Okay, Woody Harrelson is probably going to play Carnage. What do you all think? Andy Serkis directing Venom 2. Well, oh, he, he directed that Mowgli movie that came out a few months ago. 
And he did. I that haven't seen that, but apparently... Man, that got good reviews. Was, I mean, it's about timing when these movies come out. Uh, like, uh, like, it sucks that this film came out, like, right after The Jungle Book. So, like, not many people saw it and eventually, like, got kicked out of theaters and straight to Netflix. Well, you also have to remember, Mowgli is yeah. dark. Like, Mowgli is a dark, dark... Like, I watch Mowgli. It is not The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book is a kid-friendly, you know, it's not going to really offend anyone. It's basically just the original over-again huh. type film. Mowgli goes there. Mowgli has some scenes that, like, if I had a young kid, I might not want to show to them. Like, so it's also a really different type of film. But So, yeah, it, the timing is bad for it because no one saw it because they already saw a Mowgli-related movie. But there were some other factors but, in there, too. I mean, if, was it, wait, was it good? Okay, yes. then. Well, it's, I, it's got I a stat cast. So I can't say. And it, it is his first yeah. film, so I think Andy Serkis, knowing his. Well, I think I'm interested in it. Hopefully, it's not as goofy as the last one was. I mean, the last one was enjoyable. I It's a guilty pleasure of mine, uh, but it's it's not it's not great. And that's the, and that's the thing about this one is like. Andy Andy Circus isn't someone who I would necessarily, you know, uh, what's it called? Connect with like uh, a lighter mm-hmm. tone. Like if I'm thinking Andy Circus is coming out with a new movie, I'm thinking, oh, it's probably going to be dark. It's probably going to be realistic. It's probably going to have great motion capture and make great visuals. That's what I'm thinking when Andy Circus is directing a film. So now you have Venom, which most people watched because it was just a goofy, bad movie that you could watch and enjoy for Tom Hardy's performance. And it's like, how is Andy Serkis going to let Tom Hardy be as goofy and just all in and as he was in the original Venom? Or is he going to go for um, a darker tone? So I, I think I'm more interested in this than I was before Andy Serkis was announced, but it's interesting. Rodrigo, Ryan, what do you think? I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know if I'd watch. If if I start hearing good things about it, and not like ironically good things, as in like first Venom, which is like, oh, it's so bad, it's good type of movie. Um, if it's an yeah. actually good movie, then I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll watch it. Mm. Just because I think Andy Circus could actually just bring some very interesting things, especially visual effects wise, um, to the performances yeah. of Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson. So like, I would really love to see that. Uh, but yeah, but I'm also not invested into the Venom franchise. Like, I would just much rather have Venom in the MCU and call it a day. But that's just me. Yeah, you're more likely to get Tom Holland in the Sony U or whatever they're going to call it. But hopefully not. Ryan, what do you think? Um, then I'll probably check it out. But I didn't see the first Venom. The first Venom never appealed to me. So... I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that you'll just have to see. Okay. So moving on, huge topic. So I'm going to try to do this pretty quickly. Disney reported its first earnings after the 20th Century Fox acquisition, and they were much lower than expected. Um, Disney stock price dropped by quite a bit. So in response to this, um, because Bob Iger came out and said most of the reason for uh, the much lower earnings than expected was because of these huge flops with Dark Phoenix and some of these other Fox properties. So they have decided to take a new direction with the Fox 
20th Century Fox properties, and here's how they're going to do it. So first of all, they have a <laughs> this is so stupid a um, a new oversight of discipline and creative standards that Fox movies now have to go through. Um, they are planning to release about 10 movies a year, including movies that are going straight to the streaming service. And as of right now, they have axed every Fox movie in development besides the Avatar sequels, Fox Searchlight pictures, anything that's distributed by Fox Searchlight, and the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Now, some, and that was over 200-something projects that they just scrapped. Some of those were, uh, a Ben Affleck was going to direct a story that um, it's about an ex-cop that turns, that g- turns into a McDonald's security guard who stole a winning McDonald's Monopoly ticket to sell to the highest bidder. Uh, that's now been scrapped, Did probably. A Flash Gordon remake from Taika Waititi, oh. which probably wouldn't wow. happen anyway because something that we're about to relate. That's been scrapped. Did they um, scrap? Boogeyman. Um, wait, sorry. Uh, Boogeyman that was going to be written by A Quiet Place, Tom Beck and Brian Woods. That's been canceled. A female-centric reboot of oh, wow. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That has been scrapped. Die Hard prequel scrapped. Uh, Pinocchio prequel scrapped. Sandlot yeah. prequel um, yeah. scrapped. Um, and then there's also Assassin's Creed. They were going to make a number. They were going to make a <laughs> sequel to that. That's all gone. Every single Fox property now is completely Wait, did they, gone. Did they scrap so, Bob's Burgers, the movie? I okay. don't know. Oh, no. But I, I would assume oh, so. so hopefully not. Please. <laughs> yeah, so what do y'all... First, I mean, there's a lot There's a lot going on here. So first of all, what do you think about Disney's new direction? First... Uh, Fox properties that you're sad made anymore probably and then thirdly uh, oh yeah thirdly what do y'all think about the Planet of the Apes trilogy continuing anyone can go I, oh, oh god um, I mean Bob just Bobby just kind of went all Thanos with uh, yeah <laughs> with, with, with all this I mean on one side I feel like this is very yeah. hypocritical of Disney just because, I mean, they don't meet certain standards a lot of the times, um, like The Lion King or Alice the Looking Glass or A Wrinkling Time or, you know, a lot of their in-house Disney movies. Uh, so that's kind of dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. On the one hand, I understand why they want to scrap some of the projects, like the ta- like the Flash Gordon movie for Taika Waititi. It makes sense. You want to keep, you want Taika Waititi to make Thor, mm-hmm. right? So one less project for him to do that we can focus on Thor. Uh, that, that makes sense. Like, I don't blame him for that. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like they could have just let a lot of these projects work. Just, if you don't want them in theaters, fine. Throw them to the streaming service, right? Throw them in Hulu. Like, Disney has places they can throw these properties in, these projects in. Um, unless these projects were so early in development that you can easily scrap them. Uh, I mean, that, that, that's the only thing that would make sense to scrap a, a lot of these projects. But, uh, I mean, otherwise, if you've already, if you've already started spending the money on it, if Fox already started spending the money on it, then. Well, not exactly though. A lot of these were films that were like. Oh, pre-production. Okay. Okay. Then like, the, the, yeah, these weren't, these weren't films that were like on 
like that were being shot and then they decided to shut down production. Most movies that are being shot already are still going to come out. Like I just looked up, I believe Bob. Okay, good. Hey. Um, but yeah, we're talking about yeah, like movies that were you know in the okay, pre-planning okay. Yeah, I mean, stage. I mean, those movies are being then I think it's fine, like as long as you know. <laughs> uh, but but again, still, like it's a little hypocritical of Disney to just do all that, uh, given that they don't always perform as they should. Now, they have a way of saying, uh, you know, we are the biggest studio in the world because they own 30-some percent of the box office right now. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. And the Black Planet of the Apes trilogy is like, you know what? That'd be interesting. I just don't know if you can compete against the most recent trilogy that we just got that is widely perceived as great. No, they're continuing they're that trilogy. Yeah. They're expanding on that story. I don't know if they're going to make more movies in that trilogy, but that's, I mean, that's what they're I can see them trying the to... Ba- you're basically now, at this point now, remaking the original Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, because yeah, that, cause that, that, that's where the trilogy ended, right? Like, basically right before where the old uh, Apes movies started, which is like, oh, now where you live in the Planet of the Apes. Uh, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah. About that. Seeing that take form, you know with modern technology would be cool. Like, so I'll be fine with that. And Avatar, well, you know, Jim Cameron has his ways. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Ryan, uh, there's the the Planet of the Apes movies ended perfectly where they were. Like, everybody, wait, they they took over, the apes took over, like, Earth, right? Well, that one. Yes. Sorry, sorry for (laughs) They took over the earth yeah, with the except for that one little girl. She survived, but and that it never confirmed that was the last human being. But um, yeah, I feel like it ended perfectly there. Uh, continuing it would just be like an obvious cash grab or like, yeah, I don't know, money laundering scheme. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Here's. Uh, I think it would only be fair if Disney was um, I think maybe we should scrap a lot of our movies mm-hmm. like who wants a movie based on the Jungle Cruise for and such uh, there, there's some exceptions that I'll give like, I really don't want to see a prequel to The Sandlot or Die Hard. Uh, the Taiga Watiti Flash Gordon. Oh, he wow. died again. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of his. Wait, did you talk? Did you guys hear what he was saying? I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll try to get him back okay. in. But first of all, let me. <laughs> Let me talk. Okay. <laughs> I remember I, I've been listening back to some of our old episodes, and I remember when this Disney Fox merger was announced, I was the one defending it. Because I, I remember everyone was like, this is bad for the industry. And I was like, yes, it is. But the, if Disney approaches this in the right way, it can be not that bad. And they've taken some right steps. I'm glad they're preserving Fox Searchlight and they're not messing with those pictures. Um, but when I just, when I hear this and and we're talking about 200 something projects. I think a lot of them 
maybe not all completely original, but then there were some there were some good projects in there. And we're talking about focusing on Avatar and Planet of the Apes and bringing the X-Men into the MCU. And it's just like, okay, you have now fully said we don't, we don't care about making good movies or creative movies or pursuing original ideas anymore. We're just going to make sequels and remakes. And that's all we're going to be. And when we're having a space now where we only have five studios, basically, we have Disney, we have Paramount, Universal, Warner Brothers, and Netflix. And, and then maybe some animation ones. But like, well, we don't have that many studios and we have one studio that's basically like, we're not going to do original ideas anymore. And the other studios are fighting. They don't have that much money, so they can't really pursue original ideas anymore. What I'm concerned about is, let's take a director like Quentin Tarantino. Who's going to be the next Quentin Tarantino? Who's going to be the next Christopher Nolan? They're not going to get a chance because like, the only big movies that are being made are going to be a remakes and a sequel. So I don't know if we're ever going to see a Inception or a Tenet again because after Christopher Nolan stops making movies, who's going to be there to do any of this stuff? Because Disney owns so much of this and they're basically abandoning original ideas. So from that aspect, and I think I would have been okay like if they just scrapped these projects but then when they said they were rebooting the Planet of the Apes trilogy, that's when I knew. Because I was like, that series ended perfectly. It was a perfect contained trilogy. And it was already starting to decline in the box office. So it stopped right where it needed to. But now they're going to try to continue that and milk some more money out of that franchise just because they can. The movies are probably going to decline in quality a little bit. And it's just, I don't think Matt Reeves is probably going to come back for any of this. So... It's just, I, I, I kind of lost hope with Disney. Like, I, I was the one where I was really like, it can be good, guys. It's not going to be that bad. It's, it's over. It's, it's that bad. I, it, uh, this is just disappointing. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Let me try to get Ryan back in here. But, yeah. Let's move on so we can get into other things. Uh, got to stick with Disney. And yeah, here's here's a few more. Which one of these are you least excited for? The Home Alone reboot, the Night at the Museum reboot, or the Diary of well, the oh, I'm sorry, my connection so oh my bad. <laughs> but so yeah, Disney's remaking Home Alone, Night at the Museum, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So well. Or any of you, do any of you have any interest in any of the? I just no. think it's a dumb. I just think it's a dumb idea, especially with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, it there has no really interest to the public anymore um like now granted like people will watch it for nostalgia like with home alone like during the holidays etc why why would you need to remake the um it's just in regards to the Fox acquisition, they just kind of need to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, there of a Wimpy Kid, I think that would that could work um, as like a Disney Plus mo- like movies or series. Uh, so I, I just think that that's a perfect place to put that in. Uh, I'm not going to watch it, but I feel like that could work there. <laughs> and the Museum. God. No. Um, come on. Like, I love the original. <laughs> Don't ruin them. And and Home Alone. Who 
stupidly. Like, seriously. It's like trying to remake Back to the Future. It's like, it's a classic. Don't, don't touch it. It's fine. It's fine. Just... Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I just can't believe someone was like, I have a great idea for a Home Alone remake. <laughs> like, I, I just don't believe that's what happened. I think they just had a wheel of properties. They spun it. And then Home Alone, Night at the Museum, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid showed up. And they said, let's remake those also, three. Put them on Disney+. Plus." Also, didn't they already try to remake the Home Alone movies? Like, after Home Alone 2, there are at least two others that were straight to DVD. And no shock. Oh, shocker. They are all. I'm trying to do the racial thing. And shocker. They were all shit. And nobody watched them. And I don't know what you can do with the Home Alone like trilogy. Like, they're, it's it's the same thing every single movie someone's trying to rob a house and the kid i don't know i i just feel like the home alone ones are unnecessary night at the museum is basically a fuck you to robin williams and everybody um diary wimpy kid i love uh, i disagree no i quite one. enjoyed the night at the museum film franchise mm-hmm. oh no 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 i mean like i mean like remaking it like it would i feel like the four movies were good like remaking it would be bad, and like I don't, I don't know like, but yeah I don't know I also I, I love the Diary of Wimpy Kid films the first three not the newest one that came out uh, the cast had great chemistry you can insult me all you want but I love those movies, um, but I don't know I I don't like this idea and. Yeah. It has not no purpose my... in any of these. Yeah, not my Roderick. Disney announced their bundle. Yep. Um, because oh, everyone geez. assumed they were going to have a bundle. Uh, and so they have Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus, and they're selling them all for $13, which is the same price as Netflix's most popular plan. So um, I know, I think everyone. All of y'all three were going to get Disney Plus anyway, right? Yep, yep. So are you going to get the bundle now, or are you just going to stick with just Disney Plus? Shut up and take my money. Disney I'm getting Plus. this bundle. Well, I'm I, just getting Disney Plus. Yeah. I'm only getting Disney Plus yeah. for the Phineas and Ferb movie. Yeah, for, for me, honestly, like, <laughs> I don't care about sports, so like, I don't have a need for ESPN. Mm-hmm. And unless Hulu has something... Like, unless Disney throws something in Hulu that I'm really, really, really interested in, I don't really need this, this bundle. I'm okay with just Disney Plus and HBO Max and call it a day. I, I, honestly, I honestly don't need ESPN until, um, until uh, college football and NFL season. Um, other than that, I rarely use it. Yeah. Uh, ESPN could probably go for me, but like, I, I like sports, and they have some good um, – stuff on there hulu has some good movies but um even hulu and disney plus uh, i i'm actually kind of turning the tide on disney plus i might not get it until i need it like i think olivia cook has a movie coming out on there next year i might get it then but like i don't think i'm gonna get it immediately and i might try to watch the falcon and winter soldier show but the more i think about it disney i don't i don't need to rewatch most of these disney movies and i'm not into the mandalorian or anything like that so i don't really have much of a reason so this doesn't do anything mm, for me. Yeah. 
But I really want to move on, so let's get on with it. Uh, more Disney news. <laughs> um, this one's quick. Uh, I just want to talk about this because it's so stupid again. They're going to have a uh, Little Mermaid musical on ABC mm-hmm. this uh, next year, starring Auli Carvalho from uh, Moana and Queen Latifah, who's going to play Ursula. Um, but I, I'm, I'm not mad about the actual news. Who cares? But like, why are you doing the Little Mermaid live action musical the same year you're doing the Little Mermaid live action movie? Like, yeah. and also it's in direct competition. It's in it direct already. competition with NBC. Like NBC Broadway. Has what? NBC has what? Your connection's going in and out. I, I'm sorry, but uh, no, NBC. Uh, they'll do their live action like Broadway deal. Yeah, yeah. And so I think this is direct competition from that. Yeah, but also recordings, those really don't get a whole lot of like the best reception and also they don't get a whole lot of like TV viewership. Like I don't think Jesus Christ Superstar did all that good last year. It didn't, but the first one they did, I forget which one it was, Peter exactly, but I remember Pan. watching it. No, there was one before Peter Pan, because Peter Pan didn't do that well. Was it? But, um, I forgot, but Hairspray Was it the uh, Sound of Music um, with uh, Carrie Underwood? It might have been. I don't remember, but um, Hair- Hairspray did pretty well. Um, and so they're kind of hit or miss. I think this one will be fine, but just like, stop. I'm done with The Little Mermaid and I haven't even seen it. Like, I'm just, I don't want to hear about it anymore. She's and, a greedy biatch. And also, wants it more. was her anniversary some time ago, and Disney re-released The Little Mermaid on Blu-ray and DVD. And they're, like, pushing yeah. that everywhere, so. I don't know. Okay, second to last, Jimma Chan is in talks to join the Eternals, but they have not specified if she's going to join in the same role as she was in Captain Marvel, or if she's going to do an entirely new role. So what do y'all think? Jimma Chan from Crazy Rich Asians um, in the Eternals. Mm. Was she Astrid? Yeah, who was she? She was one of the Kree. She was a throwaway character. They cast her before she was famous. Was she the blue person? Captain Marvel. Yeah, she was one of the oh. I mean, uh, like, she was on the team. In Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, she was the woman blue person. Oh, okay. Hmm. Cool, I guess. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I was just, like, surprised that it was, like, they're recasting her. Or, like, if they recast her, I think that's, like, actually kind of cool because they realize, okay, we completely misused you in Captain Marvel, so we're actually going to do something cool with your character um, instead of, you know, just having you as a one-off. So, good for her, but... This doesn't move the needle on Eternals for me. <laughs> uh, okay, I really do want to finish. The so last, Taika Waititi um, is going to direct a film called Next Goals. The movie will be uh, a narrative adaptation of the 2014 direct uh, documentary called Next Goal Wins about a Dutch soccer coach, a Dutch soccer coach's attempts to turn around American Samoa's reputation as one of the world's weakest teams in an attempt to qualify for the FIFA World Cup. Now, the interesting part of this is that he's shooting Thor for next 
spring or next fall. Or yeah, no, next spring. And he's shooting this movie this fall. So do you think Taika Waititi is going to become overworked? Or is it all good to him? No, this is a sports biopic. Like sport, like biopics and like small budgeted stuff like this, they don't take that long to shoot. Whereas um, with Is he there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why my connection's bad. Like, I don't know why my connection's um, bad. Like, I'm moving around, but yeah, long story short, just you need a long time to make Thor, whereas, like, biopics like this, you don't... Well, I'm talking about creatively. It's just, like, I don't know how much of, like, a director's mind is, like, taken when you're making these movies, but, like, to be going back-to-back like this, he's probably going to finish post-production of this movie and then have, like, a month to prepare for this huge Marvel action movie and Thor. And and the Thor is so important to phase four because it's, like, the only, like, big Avenger that's still alive that's coming back to do this. And it's probably moved up a little bit. So I don't... Uh, if he can do it, good for him. But I would be a little bit weary of so many projects if I was Taika. Like, you... Like, I um, remember... um What's it called? Who directed Avengers? Uh, two. John. Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. You remember how burned out he was? Josh Whedon. Avengers too. <laughs> yeah, just imagine. And um, what's his name? Taika just did. Uh, first, he did what we do in the shadows, the TV series. Now he's doing Jojo Rabbit. Now to this and to that. I, I feel him becoming burned out too. But um, I don't know. Do y'all have any thoughts on Taika before we move on to the main topic of this? This episode, uh, uh-huh. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I feel he, he could probably handle it if he's able to manage his time well enough. Mm-hmm. Who's making this movie? What studio? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I there's a little bit of an inkling to me that it was Netflix, but I'm not sure. I mean, if it's Netflix, um, they just need him for like five minutes, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fox Searchlight. So, okay, so this thing knows how to manage his time. Cool. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so now on to the main topic. So a few <clears throat> few weeks ago, we talked about Marvel's Phase 4 and, and all of these films that they're doing. But I was watching Screen Junkies. I was going to give them Screen Junkies Universe with Dan Merle and Roth Gornett and Spencer Gilbert and Joe Starr. I want to give them credit because it's not my idea. But they did something. It was called redrafting the Avengers, or just drafting the Avengers. And what's going to happen is basically we're all going to be- uh, act like we're Disney now. And what our goal is, is we're going to create an Avengers team for Phase 4, um, for, for the MCU Phase 4. And we're going to do that by draft. So we'll, how we're going to do this is this is a snake draft. A snake draft means... We're going to go. There's four of us. We have our draft positions already. It's going to go selections one, two, three, and four. And then the person who has the fourth pick is also going to get the fifth pick, and it's going to go backwards from there. We're going to do it from five rounds. We're each going to get a pick and Avenger. Now, these are only alive Avengers. So that means no Captain America. Spoiler alert in game. No Captain America. No Iron Man. No Scarlet. Uh, not Scarlet. No Black Widow. No Loki. No Vision. And 
I believe, was there anything, I sent y'all like some rules last night, is there anything I missed in that? Is, it, is everything clear? I think that's what you said. What you said, you can also choose any future phase four heroes. Yes, all, all, I, I think that should be all that has been announced. I, I disagree because this, since we're drafting an Avengers team for phase four, it probably makes sense to have those phase four people in there. Um, and again, if you want to put your thing with all phase four people, that's up to you. But there's a whole bunch of unknowns in there. But yeah, it's anyone and they have to be alive. But do you want the Mahershala Ali blade or do you want the Wesley Snipes? The Wesley Snipes blade doesn't count because he's not a part of the MCU. Only MCU heroes available. So I believe Damn. that is all the rules on the table. The first pick goes to Chase. The second pick goes to me. The third pick goes to Ryan. The fourth pick goes to Rodrigo. Again, any questions before we start? I got Is it. there money involved? No. Uh-huh. Also, okay, last thing, I, last thing I want to mention. This is not all about creating the strongest Avengers team. That's been dumb. I, I don't want it to be, oh, Hulk would smash through Thor. We don't want to do that. It's a, yes, you want to have a strong Avengers team, but you also want to make a team that would be entertaining to watch in the movies. So you want to have a team that would have good chemistry. You want to have a team... Well, yeah, where the people can get along with each other. You might want to have some people with some humor in there. Don't have five serious people. So think about that when you're drafting, too. Don't just try to pick the five strongest people. So with that, Chase, you have the very first pick. Who are you picking? You're Spider-Man. on the clock. Spider-Man. Chase is going with Spider-Man. Uh, I'm surprised. Why? Um... I thought you were going to go Hulk because I thought oh. you'd given it away yesterday that you were going to go with Hulk. Yeah, well, now that you're explaining it in detail, like, uh, yeah, I was like, well, that man seems like he has good history with just about anybody. I think everyone's teams down. Spider-Man's a... I'm ready to destroy y'all. But spider as well with others. But my first pick, he's the best God manager. damn it. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's, he's, <laughs> this, is, this is easy. This is this is the best. He's 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 the best Avenger. He's one of the strongest Avengers. He knows everything. I mean, he he has access to worlds the other Avengers don't have. He's the smartest one. Like this was easy. David, Dr. you Strange ruined is, everything. Is easily my first pick. Ryan, you're on the clock. Black Panther. Oh gosh. Oh, Black Panther was definitely going to be a part of it. Crap. Rodrigo last night. Oh, crap. All right. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with – I'm going to stick with Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther is off the board. Rodrigo. All right. Um, I'm going to go with God, – God damn it. <laughs> what is Doctor Strange? Um, yeah, I wanted Black Panther. Oh, well, by the way, trades are allowed. Trades are allowed. Wait, how do you trade? Okay. Well, you, let's say, like, I really wanted Black Panther. I could say, okay, Ryan, I'm going to give you my pick in the second round and my pick in the fifth round for Black Panther. And then if he accepts that, then I get Black Panther. But then I lose those two picks, so I'd only have four people on my Avengers team mm. while, there, while he would have six. Ooh. Okay. Um, mm. I want to do something interesting. I have to, like, retry this. You get two back-to-back picks, remember yeah, you get two back-to-back picks. Yeah, well, this is not about strength, so that changes the way I kind of look at this. Um, you know what? 
I'll take Thor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thor's a good pick. Yeah. Um, and okay, because I, I, I have a little. I'm gonna have a. I want to have a theme here going, and I want to take also Chang Chi. Oh God. That was my guy. I don't even know how powerful she is. Well, he, it's a he. Oh, he is. My plan was to get Shang Chi and Black Panther with Doctor Strange, and then ruin everybody. But y'all have ruined it. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, God. yeah. My plan was I, to. I wanted Doctor Strange with Shang Chi as well. So screw you. <laughs> oh man, that was my. I thought I was to get Shang Chi in the last room. Oh my God. I am ruined. Oh, no. No, man. Like, I have a plan here. Like, you're, you're not going to destroy me. Okay. Ryan, you're back up. Who's joining Black mm. Panther? My second pick. Uh, I got a few in mind. But I'm scared somebody's going to take this probably in the third round. So, I'm going to snag it. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Okay. Black Panther, Scarlet Witch. That's a good team. Is it back with me now? Okay. Yeah. Back with you. Um, okay, I, I can't believe I got him this late. I'm gonna go with the Hulk. He's a he's a good team player. Ooh. He's smart. He's very strong. Um, that that's a good value pick. I have a strong <laughs> team right now. I know I was the one who said don't pick base just based off the strength, but I have a very. I don't know. I think like Rodrigo was uh, Shing Chi, man. I got I got I I got like Iron Fist times 100 and the god of thunder <laughs> you we all have strong teams but I, I i'm liking my team so far chase it's up to you two straight picks two picks Who are you going with um yeah one, you got two picks first one's gonna be wong yeah are you serious he's, strong, he's just as strong as well, yeah, he's just as strong as Doctor Strange. That's actually not a bad pick. Not even close. Yeah, it, well, cool. it's it's not a bad what? pick. Yeah. I would have, but you could have got Wong. Yeah. And I'm planning it out ahead of time, so I'm going to go with the Okay, you It's going to be Wong, and the second one is going to be um, Captain Marvel. Oh, Ooh, that was my next, my next pick. I literally was saying he's not. A, I was about to say he's not about to pick uh, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Think again. Okay, I have a list of ten. It's down to two. Um, um, but the number one person on my, that list is still there, so I'm gonna go with. Ant-Man. Oh man, Ant Man and Spider Man would have so would really good chemistry. That was yeah. I thought I thought that's where. Oh, you were Chase going. just kind of messed had, up my master plan. But, yeah. Dang it! You messed it up. I need. I needed some. I needed some humor. I mean, Hulk is kind of funny, but Doctor Strange kind of straight. So I need the Ant Man to kind of balance it out. I would watch my movie five times. I have a great movie going. Um, Ryan, you have Black Panther, Scarlet Witch. Uh, God, Chase, like that was just a mad curveball out of nowhere. I didn't think anybody was going to take Captain Marvel until like <laughs> at least the fourth round. Mm. Uh, I've got. Uh, I'm not confident in this pick. I'll take it. Uh, Valkyrie. Yeah, I was going to okay. take her, but I realized. Oh, man. Yeah, she is pretty strong. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, a good, that's a good, good pick. That's a good pick, yeah. Okay, Rodrigo. All right. Two straight picks. You have Thor, you have Shang-Chi, who you have? I'm debating between two right now, but I don't want to pick both. 
Uh, I think I'm gonna balance this out. I'll take um, what's her name? Tina from the Eternals. Is that yes, that's her character. <laughs> she's basically she's basically Wonder Woman. She's Greek Wonder Woman, basically. Um, so. Okay, so you're so you're going for a really strong team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, w- I would I would destroy you. Thanos would be afraid of this team already. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only thing I'm concerned about with your team is if that movie was going on. I don't know how entertaining that movie. See, here's would be, the thing, but uh, Doctor, Str- I wanted Doctor Strange because yeah. he would be a good way to kind of put all these characters together because. Um, I just I want a cool kind of like a diverse group of characters, backgrounds, and I feel like I have a humor with Thor. I don't know how Chang Chi will be, but I feel like he could be like your standard MCU hero. Um, yeah, yeah. And Tina would probably be like the serious one, so like there's a yeah. decent balance there. Um, but who are you getting with your fourth? My fourth pick. Is your second to last pick? No. Make it count. Who would be good here? Um, I'll get Rocket. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will not take it back. Rocket. Rocket's Rocket's a good one. He's, He's funny. Uh, you needed you needed the comic. Yeah. You needed the comic. Come with the bands of Thor. That Wait, was my next also, pick. Well, you have Rocket and Thor? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. He does. Okay. It's on to Ryan, your fourth pick. Oh, that was my next pick. Uh, I gotta look at... I've got, like, some ideas in mind. Um, well, that, that was just a mad curveball out of nowhere. Um... I'll take uh I'll take Bucky. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah, the Winter Soldier. Okay. Um uh, you your team kind of has the same problem I thought um Rodrigo's had before he got Rocket where you only really have one humorous person. Uh <laughs> Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch and Black Panther are all pretty st- straight. Yep. So, something to think about. Okay, so it's on to me. What? <laughs> Um, I mean, straight in terms of like, you know, they don't, like they have a very straight sense of humor. Um, uh, that's why I was going to take Rocky. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I'm going for all power. Give me, give me a uh, Jane Foster, female Thor. Mm. Does she count? Yeah, she's in phase four. Okay, so you're so you're getting another Thor. Yeah, I would rather your Thor than my Thor, um, but I think her and Doctor Strange could have some cool stuff. And the Hulk and Ant Man are both kind of funny, so I have the entertainment value. So give me female Thor. Chase, your last two picks. Um. Okay. Do I have to make them now? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought like there's one now and then another later. Um. First, last one is gonna be um, Rhodey. 
He seems like a okay, well, he seems like a comedic character. Mm. He's serious, but he's also can be like funny. And um, if he has someone to bounce off of, he would bounce off of Spider Man pretty. Yeah, well. he would be like the men, like uh, Iron Man ish mentor. Not really, but like <gasps> I. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I. I saw something that I should have did, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, and who else? Um, uh, you know what? Screw it. Blade. Damn. Mm. That was my guy. That was the last yeah. one. Oh, I waited. I thought, mm, I should have took female Thor in the last round. Of the... oh. So who So who, so, do you, who, do you, so who do you get, Chase? Did you get Blade and who else? I got Blade and Rhodey. So your team, your final team, Chase, is Spider-Man, Wong, Captain America, or Captain Marvel, sorry, War Machine, and Blade. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't have got like, more women in there, but like you guys, most of the ones that I knew, and well, <laughs> just have it like be kind of diverse, but okay. I guess I'm good with mine. Okay. Yeah. You took my guy, so... Uh, what do I do with this last pick? Um, what do I do with this last pick? Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know how I fucked up with Doctor um, Strange? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I had backup options if I didn't get my top guy, but Blade was my guy. That was weird. I don't have a backup option. Um, I'm looking here. I don't really know. Do you want, do you want to trade? So it doesn't make any sense to me. Not yet. We'll trade at the end of the whole thing. Um, or do you want just the pick? So you get a choice. Well, well, Who first of all, I want I want Strange. Oh, we'll talk about that after I make this pick. <laughs> um, Happy Give me. We're in Avengers team. No, um, give me Marisa Tomei. Uh, <laughs> Nick Fury is kind of no. I don't need Nick because I already have Doctor Strange. I don't need any of them. Uh, what about the Rock guy uh, from Thor? Ragnarok. Korg. Korg. Excuse me. Korg. Yeah. He doesn't do anything though. Um, but I guess I don't really need my team would like destroy somebody. Because he'd be we another good comedic relief character. Um. New Master 69. Mm. Oh, he's big. I don't need... See, the problem Star. I don't need Star-Lord because I already have Doctor Strange. So we Star-Lord can, can, like, shoot blasters and fight. I don't... Okay. Okay. I, I don't want this to just be dead air, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk through my thought process right here. I'm between Falcon, Mantis, and okay. Groot. Um, Falcon's a good team player. He can bounce off my guy's hmm. world well, and he's pretty powerful. Oh, and he has the Captain America. Never mind. I'm going with that. Okay, so my team is Doctor Strange, the Hulk, Ant Man, female version of Thor, and Falcon. Okay, Ryan, this pick is a mix of strength, and also I I'm desperate for some comic. Re- Drax. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. All right. So I get to pick the last, the last, last Avengers one. that gets to be here. 
All right. So I have Rocket Tina Shang-Chi and Thor. What does my team need? So you already took Faklin. Drax is over. I don't know if... Uh... Yes. Mm. I have a weird mix. I want to want to go a little mystical. And I don't know if Groot will fit that bill that well. And you'll have good chemistry with he Rocket. He would have good chemistry with Rocket, but so the Thor. So I don't need that. I don't want to use many space characters right now. Since I will kind of throw off Chang Chi. Um, oh, well, we're gonna need to look at this list. Who's alive? Okay, let me let me give you let me give you some options. You have Hawkeye, Star Lord, Gamora, Nebula, Mantis, Groot, the Wasp, Okoye, Shuri, Nick Fury, and any of the Turtles are still left. Star Lord's a good pick. So is Gamora. I was thinking about Nebula I don't, I, too. Well, I don't. I don't really want Starler. I, I don't think Starler would fit in too well with this team. The Starlord Thor dynamic is at least something. Yeah. It has been explored, so. but I don't know how much I would. Yeah. I'd be interested. Yeah. yeah. That's also to have that dynamic work. You kind of need Gamora. In between. Well. Um. Yeah, yeah. Some something interesting you could add to this would be after we have the teams, who would you want to see direct the film that with Oh that, I, I was actually planning on that. Nice. Yeah. We're on the same page. Okay. So <laughs> given what I have You know what? Screw it, it might be interesting. Uh, I'll take Groot. Hmm. Groot. Groot is my second choice. Plus Thor. So a full recap. First of all, um, Hawkeye, picked by nobody. Um, well, one of the surprising ones, the Wasp, was picked hmm. by nobody. I would have picked the Wasp, but I already had Ant-Man, so I was like, that's the same thing. Um, but yeah, most of the Guardians of the Galaxy left out of um, everybody's list. But Chase's team is Spider-Man, Wong, Captain Marvel, War Machine, and Blade. My team is Doctor Strange, the Hulk, Ant-Man, Female Thor, and Falcon. Ryan's team is Black Panther, Scarlet Witch, Valkyrie, the Winter Soldier, and Drax. And Rodrigo's team is Thor, Shang-Chi, Thena, Rocket, and Groot. So, this is the time now. Is there anyone that you want to trade for before we make this draft complete? I want Why are you giving me... Why? Wait, no, see, the key thing, I already said I want Doctor Strange. What do I need to do to get Doctor Strange? Um... Thor and Shang-Chi. You want both of them? Um, yes. At the very least. You're looking for... Oh, wait, wait. No, no. I think Shang-Chi. I I don't think you can afford to give up Shang-Chi. I'll give you Thor. Oh, Shang-Chi is a part of the deal. No Shang-Chi, no God. That's exactly it. Like, I want Shang-Chi here. Like, this is... (laughs) Mm. That's the t- you know what? Just Thor and Shang Chi. You can keep Groot. No, Shang Chi stays. I'll give you Thor and Groot. No, <laughs> no. 
Brian, what do you what do you want Rocket for? Okay, Casey. Uh, well, like, what do I want him for? I think he'd be a good addition to my team. No, no, no. Like, what, 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 what would you give me in return? Yeah. I would be Drax. Nah. What about Drax and Valkyrie? Because I'm not giving up Black Panther or Scarlet Witch. I don't really care for Drax. Mm. What if, let's see, if I put Valkyrie here... You know what? Well, what about no. this, Ryan? You said you wouldn't no. give up Black Panther, but I'll give you any two of the uh, four people left on my team that are not Doctor Strange. For pick for any what? of the two of them. Do you but have a team Panther. besides Doctor Strange? What? Like I can't take Doctor Strange. The Hulk. No, you can't take Doctor Strange, but you can take the Hulk, Ant Man. I can take Thor, two of them. Two of the four of them. Two of them. Uh, no, I. I no, Black Panther was always going to be my first round draft pick. Um, you can take. I'm willing to trade um, Ant Man with Drax or Ant Man with Valkyrie. No, 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 no. come God. on. <laughs> uh, I'm also, hey, I'm also looking Chase's way. Um, What's the other way? Is there anything that would make you give Spider-Man uh, a chase? The correct answer is no chase. Yeah, no. Huh? Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, uh, this is kind of how the NFL war room works on draft day. Um, <laughs> if, if any of y'all are tuning out, please don't. This is actually some very exciting <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> so there's nothing, Chase? Chase is going to take Captain Marvel. Uh, Why do you want Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, she's freaking powerful. She's you, powerful. You that mean yes, power is not everything. I say yes, I have the Thor, but yeah, Wait, <laughs> chill. You know what, Chase? I can't believe I'm doing this trade, but I'll give you the. You'll give me the Hulk. Okay, well, oh, that's a smart move. Uh, now let me Shoot. think about that, because like Hulk and Rhodey would get along really well, and wait. Uh... Let me let me rethink my team. You better accept it before I retract the offer. Because I need to see how Captain Marvel. Mm. Eh, never mind. I retract yeah. the offer. Because I already have female Thor. Therefore, I don't mm. need Captain Marvel. <laughs> but I'll give you female Thor and Falcon. What? Captain Marvel. Okay, female yep. Thor and Falcon. For and Captain Falcon. Marvel, man. That's pretty For Captain Marvel. I, I want Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Chase, I will give you Drax the Destroyer and um and Valkyrie. Val- I'm going to David's offer. And David's offer. You accept my offer? Yes. Yes, Captain my, Marvel. Now it's part of Team that Dave. T- that two billion dollars smells so good right now. <laughs> Where are you getting two billion dollars from? You got Falcon. No, I mean like Falcon. from the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Any other trades? I got uh, my team's done. I got. All right, one. You, David, you got what's going to take for Captain Marvel? No, it's it, that's it. My team's Your done. team's done. Uh, well, Black Panther, Black Panther. That's Just it. trade Black Panther with Captain Marvel. Yes. I'll I give know. you Thorin, David. I'll give you Thorin Groot for Strange. 
No. I, I told you, strangers are going nowhere, except for Thor and Shang-Chi. Rodrigo, I'll give you Drax and Valkyrie for Rocket. No. I'm not, I'm not doing that trade. That's a bad trade. That's a bad deal. <laughs> you keep offering up Drax and Valkyrie like they're, they're valuable. They're, not. they're very Valkyrie's valuable. Vali- like, Valkyrie is valuable. However, I already have yeah, Valkyrie is very cool, valuable. But, see, but Drax is like useless. Level Here's the thing. Drax, I already Drax's have pocket Thor. change compared to my team. I already have Thor, Rocket, and Groot, man. Like, I don't need another space character like Valkyrie. Like, I've covered my bases with, with Okay, that. then I'll trade you Drax for Rocket. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, 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 no, wait, no, wait. No. That's a terrible trade. Don't do I want, that, Rodrigo. I want my uh, Captain Marvel back. I just realized. Ooh. You can't have her. You, I, you, we already made oh. the trade. Okay. Uh, all right. You could, well, what you can do is if you want her back, you can make me a more appealing trade with some more. Is no. there anyone Chase. you want from my team? Chase, don't do it. <laughs> well, let's see. Hmm. Chase, you don't know, do it. Maybe if you give me Blade Falcon and female Thor. Blade? Oh, wait. I have well, Thor wait, wait, on my wait. team. Yes, you yes. do. Oh, never mind. It was like, wait, yeah, Actually, she's just as powerful as Captain Marvel. So. Ryan. What? Groot for Scarlet Witch. Who? Groot for Scarlet Witch. No. Oh. Okay. No, I picked Scarlet solely because of Infinity War and Endgame. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a keep her. Uh, I'll trade you. No. How bad would this deal be if I traded Winter Soldier for Groot? Well, it's not official. I, not official. Would be, I, would be, I think that's pretty. Yeah, even. That's, that's that's an even trade. <sighs> no man, Winter Soldier. It just depends yeah, on what you like. Not, but it's not a trade that would work for my team. So, what if I did Drax and Winter Soldier for Rocket? You're not, you're not, I don't want Drax in my team, period. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, Drax is actually hurting the trade. <laughs> and he's good comic relief. Yeah, but so is Rocket. Yeah. Yeah, but he already has it, so he's I have, I have Rocket and Thor, he's, they're like a good combo, and I have Groot. If, you know, you know, if I can't make this deal, then, you know, I think my team's set. My, my team, team is, is set. set. I am, I'm done. Which means Rodrigo's team is set. So finally, we have Chase's team, who has the biggest team. He has Spider-Man, Wong, War Machine, Blade, Falcon, and Female Thor. My team, who has Doctor Strange, the Hulk, Ant-Man, and Captain Marvel. Ryan's team, who has Black Panther, Scarlet Witch, Valkyrie, the Winter Soldier, and Drax. And Rodrigo's team that has Thor, Shang-Chi, Thena, Rocket, and Groot. Now... Biasly speaking, I think I have the best team by far. I think but, I have the best. Um, no, I think honestly, I think Chase mm. got the most. He he basically got all the characters that are be that were given the mantle from the big three. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would watch that team though. I love Spider Man, but Wong is. I don't know if I really want to see Wong see, but outside of th- a th- Think Strange of Wong movie. as like a Hawkeye type um, character in the original Avengers. Like he's there, but he's not really that important. I mean, but he's got he's got yeah, Thor, but... he's got Captain America, he's got the I... Iron Man's son, and an actual Iron <laughs> Man. And I got Captain America. But, he, but remember, 
he has Thor, but he doesn't have Chris Hemsworth. And I think Chris Hemsworth is so important to Thor being the character that he is. Like, I think Natalie Portman's cool, but I think her character will be powerful, but pretty boring, which is why I would give up female Thor for Captain Marvel. Because even Captain Marvel, she has her, like, deficiencies, but I think she has some room to grow. And she's much more powerful than I think anything. And I would like to see Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange work off of each other. So I think those powers would be cool. We have the Hulk in the back just smashing stuff. We have him and Ant-Man making jokes together. I think the Hulk and Doctor Strange work together. I think everybody on my team is a good unit. But we are a bit small. That's my only thing. <laughs> Strength with, uh, with Drax and Black Panther. Um, and they're good fighters. Um, Drax, not so much. He's mainly there for comic relief. Um, Scarlet. But who is the strength of your team? It's just Scarlet Witch. No, it's no, no, it's really like basically hand to hand fight. They're the main strength. Like Valkyrie has a freaking army. Um, and like she just left home with an army. Oh, she well, and she's a good fighter still. She's a very good fighter. And then Winter Soldier is. He's got a gun and a bionic arm. I'm happy. I will win. I'm happy. Well, I would, I would say, though, like, if you have a character that's, like, if you get Black there Panther, you go. you get the Wakandan army with it. That's at least, the, like, they're kind of ingrained with each other. So I, w- I would allow that if you're saying that you have both the Asgard and the Black Yeah, Panther and she's the new mean of Asgard. With Scarlet Witch and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, and she's the new queen of Asgard. Okay. I'm happy. Okay. I, I, I think I can win this. Okay. Okay, so everyone go around. Pitch why your team is the best. And who would direct that movie? Um, Chase, you've got to pick first. Uh, go first. Well, my team is powerful. First off, because of the diverse sense of power. Uh like we have very few people who have uh, unearthly sense of power. Like for example, Wong and female Thor. They can. Um, uh, plus, I have a, a good uh, knowing of their future. Um, Captain America was able to lift Thor's hammer uh, due to his, uh, you know, being godly and all. And maybe that might rub off on a. Uh, uh, Falcon, where he may be the woman. No, that's a sorry. I don't know. I've never done this before. That's a that's a uh, real. So he right may there. be able to be like a two in one type of package here. So like he may be able to conduct electricity like Thor, and also he seems to get along with just about anybody. Uh, we got Spider Man here, who's just. Uh, the quirky kid who's just like you know trying to find his way in the superhero life, but also his identity's been revealed. So, uh, you know that's going to be kind of interesting to see. Uh, we got my boy Wong over here. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> She Hulk. I mean, uh, we have uh, Lady Thor, who is uh, we don't know too much about her personality yet, but. Um, yeah, she seems to be a good contender. Also, they the chemistry seems to work really well. Oh, and Rhodey, yeah, chemistry seem, would seem to work really well because um, I feel like 
since a lot of them already know each other, then, you know, they won't have too many problems. But uh, my film is coming out in 2023, and it will be directed by <laughs> none other than Anthony and Joe Russo. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, okay, I have the second one, so I'll go next. So I have the best guy in Doctor Strange. We've all established that. It's the guy Rodrigo wanted, the guy Ryan. Doctor Strange is the best. Um, so I have him, and he's, first of all, he's good at assembling teams. He was the guy in Avengers Endgame who got everyone together. So we have, I don't need a Nick Fury-type presence because I already have that in Doctor Strange. He's going to get everyone together. So I have him. Then I added the Hulk. And we've seen in previous films, Doctor Strange is the best comedically when he can work off of these funnier type characters, like he worked off of an Iron Man. And you could even see in the press interviews how good he would work off of a Tom Holland. His straightness with like a character who's more funny would work really well. So I have the Hulk, who is kind of turned into a comedic version of the Hulk, but he is still, he's still very strong. So I'm going to have them two working off of each other. That's already two of the most powerful characters in the existing MCU, you add Ant-Man, you have Paul Rudd, the funniest guy in the MCU. So now you have these three, they're dynamic, they're going all off of each other, they're quipping off of each other, but they're still all very strong. You have um, Hulk and Ant-Man, so you have big and small at the same time, but you can also put Ant-Man to giant. So now you have these two towering figures, like who's going to really beat that? I don't know what the villain's going to be like in any of these stories, but you have two towering figures, plus you have Doctor Strange doing all this magic. The visuals would there would already be amazing. And then on top of that, I picked the most overpowered character in the universe in Captain Marvel. And yes, in the original Captain Marvel movie, she might have been a little bit dry. But if you saw, there were scenes where when they let her kind of let loose and be be a fun character she really got to branch out and do what she really wanted to do so all we need in this film and her problem with in avengers endgame is that there were so many characters who kind of just came in and saved the day all the time but with only four people a part of your avengers team she's really going to be able to shine and then her and dr strange just imagine him doing magic with her doing her laser stuff it's going to be so visually breathtaking you have the hulk you have ant-man it's a powerful team. It's a team that's going to have great chemistry from the outset. It's perfect. My team's the best. Who would direct it? Christopher Nolan. Um, eh, <laughs> no. Um, uh, anybody who wants to direct it, but it would be, it would be good. My team's the best, easily. My team would have been the best if I kept Falcon and female Thor, but when I added Captain Marvel, topping, icing on the cake. Captain Marvel, Team David for the win. Ryan, uh, my team's team. the best because first of all, uh, I don't ha I don't just have number one. I had a king, uh, leader of the whole country. Um, Black Panther has uh, proven to be not only just a great superhero, but he had one of the um, best su uh, superhero films, period. Um, in I like I've got an army with that. Um, with Scarlet. She didn't say much she's the most underrated and she has one of the most like powerful powers of um like telekinesis and stuff like that and like looking into your mind um and i think uh she just uh, shoot where's thor from <laughs> uh 
Asgard, yeah. yeah Asgard. She just became the the queen of Asgard. That's part. Um, and she's um, and I think she'll have uh, chemistry with uh, Black Panther and Scarlet Witch. Like a sewer, but it's not like a smart aleck sass. It's a more like fun, like comedic sass because she did with Thor and Thor Ragnarok um, and barely an endgame. Uh, Winter Soldier already has good chemistry with Black Panther because he was in Wakanda um, recovering after the Civil War. Uh, very powerful, uh, very powerful fighter. And uh, Drax the Destroyer, he's there for comic relief. Um, and yeah, he's got a fighting style. It's not the best, but um, but he's but he was uh, always a fun time in Into the Galaxy movies and in Infinity War. And I think. Uh, some comedy off uh, perfectly with our heroes and yeah um i've got a queen and a king so come at me and i don't know i think james gunn would have a time directing it yeah he's gone could see that i do think you you have a good point with because you have your leader in black panther i have my leader in doctor strange so yeah, it's good to have that leader because that's the one problem with, with Chase's roster. Yeah, the that's that true. Uh, right on. Well, Rodrigo. So, given <laughs> what I ended up with, uh, and I was actually fine. Um, so I like. So I wanted. I definitely wanted one of what I considered the, the strong four um, on my team. Um, Thor. I, I think so would you consider um, the, strong the strong four for me were um, Thor, Doctor Strange, um, Scarlet Witch, and Captain Marvel. And I feel any of those, mm-hmm. having one of those four, is uh, it's a huge, huge bonus just because you, you have power. Um, in my case, I think Thor would actually be a pretty good leader, especially now that he has kind of uh, after Endgame, you know, he, he doesn't want the throne, but I feel like with that humility, he probably is able to lead uh, a good team uh, by his side, especially one that he's able to uh, have good chemistry with. So Rocket and Groot would be uh, a great supplement to him, especially in the in the comedy area. Uh, on that, I think Rocket is a great part of the team just because he's able to... Um, He's the brains, right? If this team needs any help, uh, you know, in like, you know, we need a ship, we need this weapon, we need to get out of the situation. You know, you, you need you need some brains. Rockets there to to help out. I wanted some mysticism in my team, so which is why I wanted Chang Chi here. Um, I think he can bring uh, a unique take uh, into the mysticism and probably help explore more of Thor's more fantastical elements alongside with Tina who is my, my only female in the team but I feel like she I think she could be a great counter to Thor in the, uh, in the power dynamic and so in a fight that would work really well together um, and again between Tina, Chang chi and Thor they can explore some mythical elements uh, that we really haven't uh, have gone to see before and, I mean, Groot and Rocket, we already know they are a fantastic duo. They're great together. So, uh, yeah, I feel like this movie, uh, with this 
with these characters, you could do like a globe throttling adventure, right? You you can explore aspects of Norse mythology because of Thor. You can explore aspects of Chinese mythology uh, with Shang-Chi, with Greek mythology, and you probably even further with Tina. So you can really grab, uh, you know, have a villain here um, from any of those very, very rich mythologies uh, for, for this team to be able to, to confront. Uh, so for me, I think a good director for this would probably be someone like Guillermo del Toro because I think he could really bring to life some mystical, fantastical elements um, into the mix. I think he could come up with a very scary, very menacing, very interesting villain, bring in some great lore uh, into the universe. Um, and, and yeah, that's that's what I would do with my team. Guillermo del Toro directed movie. All good options. I'm going to go on Twitter um, and I'm going to put our teams there and I'm going to put a poll up and we'll see who has the best team. Um, I, I, I bet you by name recognition, I'm probably going to win because I just have. I don't know, but I think I think knows. I think with Spider-Man, it's also um, just popularity wise. True. That's true. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> Was that you, Chase? <laughs> Yeah. Did I'm you just say true? <laughs> oh. Oh, it was like you yelled it or something. Um, okay, so we all have good teams. I, I don't know what happened to Ryan. I've been trying to get him back in. We're going to do one more thing. Um, hold on. Let me send this link to him. Uh, okay. So, last thing I want to do is we did this back in uh, the former employer when we... I have a list of directors and actors and franchises or genres. And you're going to pick three random numbers. And then I'm going to give you about five minutes to think, or let's go with three minutes to think about it. And you're going to have to come up with a plot of that movie on the spot. And you have to pitch it to me. See who can come up with the best movie. It's called the movie pitching game. Um, I already, we've already played this, so you all know how to do it. So Rodrigo, hold on. First, let me get my notes up so I can... I can uh, document this. Let me find the list. Rodrigo, pick a number between 1 and 24. Mm, 17. Your director is Greta Gerwig. Okay. Pick a number between 1 and 25. Uh, 12. Your, uh, your your category is one. Mm -hmm. Pick a number between one and twenty-five. Uh, twenty-five. Your actor is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> okay. So you have to make a Greta Gerwig directed war movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. You could probably go around and give everybody um, the things while I think about it. Yes, West. Uh, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Pick a number between one and twenty-four. Um, ten. The director is Christopher Nolan. Pick a number between one and twenty-five. Oh wait. One and twenty-five. Um, nineteen. 
category is Avatar. The category is Avatar? That's the James Cameron's Avatar franchise. Okay. And then pick a number between 1 and Uh, 25. 4. And it's going to be starring Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks. Christopher Nolan movie. A Christopher Nolan directed Avatar movie starring Tom Hanks. While y'all think about that, I'm going to try to get Ryan in here somehow. I'm going to give you about three minutes, but through the power of editing, it's going to seem like five uh, seconds. Question. What if I don't remember anything about Avatar? Okay. Okay. Make so- it up. It's a new Avatar movie. <laughs> three minutes. Um, y'all y'all can see the clock that I can okay, see. Yeah. So once it hits 98, we'll start. Go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Five, four, three, two, one. That's the time. All right. Rodrigo, you're up so, first. You're pitching a Greta Gerwig directed war so, movie starring Arnold Here's what I got. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he's he's now an older man. He's not he's not in his youth <laughs> as he used to be. So mm-hmm. the scene this movie takes place in Eastern Europe. 1914. World War One is about to break out. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the father of the guy that killed the Archduke. Hmm. He, now he, you know, as news breaks out that the Archduke was assassinated and they find the guy who did it, he uh, enlists in the war as a general um, to fight this war that he know his son caused. Of course, his family does not want him to join. Uh, they can't believe what had just happened. You know, they're still in disbelief that their, their own son was, uh, did this. And so I, I want this movie to be about, uh, you know, like, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's character trying to cope with his son doing this terrible thing and dealing, him having to deal with the consequences of it. Uh, but him really trying to be, well, I'm fighting this war and I'm fighting all this um, so I can keep my family safe. You know, I could not help my son. I could not help my son, uh, you know, to stop him from doing the terrible thing that he did. But But at least I just want at this point, is one to protect the rest of my family. Um, and so he just kind of keeps this, his family in mind. He has, like, flashbacks to, uh, uh, to his son as he's uh, fighting um, in the trenches along, alongside uh, the young kids that are getting drafted. Uh, and in the end, you know, he perishes uh, in war, saving, um, but, you know, his family is thankful that he was trying to clean up the name of the family after what has happened. And, uh, you know, he gets this big memorial and everything. This, this sounds like a Why? serious movie. Why Greta Gerwig? I don't know. Because I think she could do a serious movie. She probably could. Maybe. Well, I was surprised that you went such a serious it's route. It's a war movie. Right? There's only so much from, you can... from Lady Bird. 
you could have made the first war comedy. Well, you wouldn't yeah. be the first war comedy. Tropic Thunder did that. But um, okay. Chase, well, but I feel, but I feel yeah, like that was a lot to be with. That's a pretty complex. Really engineer. good at like character dynamics and the relationships that the, that Aaron Schwarzenegger's character has with other characters. Probably what I think she would be great for. Oh. Is that why you added yeah. in the uh-huh. father uh, yeah. son thing uh-huh. because of the uh-huh. daughter mother daughter angle? Smart, Chase. You have a pretty good. You have some good options. You have the greatest director in the world in Christopher Nolan, the biggest franchise, or what mm-hmm. used to be the biggest franchise ever in Avatar, and you have one of the greatest actors ever in Tom Hanks. Uh, what do you got? I don't have faith in my pitch because I don't remember literally. I don't remember anything <laughs> from Avatar, so. I'm starting it from the start. From the start, it's a brand new take on the Avatar franchise. So, Tom Hanks is a Nobel Prize winning scientist. He's known for being the first human ever to discover alternate realities, alternate timelines, alternate universes, and so on and so forth. And um, one of the universes they find is the Avatar universe. And one scientist um, goes to Tom Hanks' character and tells him that they need our help to survive because their population is dying. Um, Tom Hanks knows absolutely nothing about this universe. So the the government has a plan to implement him into this universe to take the cure that the government lab made for him and implant it in a plant that gives every person there life. And while he's in there, he meets uh, Zoe Saldana's character and all that, and she shows him around. And she shows, she tells him the problem and all that. And they go to the tree and they plant the, the serum that the government gives him. And it turns out that the serum is actually uh, an even more toxic virus that will kill almost every single uh, avatar being in that uh, universe. And Tom Hanks is like, wait, why is this happening? So he realizes midway that the government uh, is trying to get rid of their entire population but he doesn't know why. But the reason they are trying to do that is because they fear that they are a somewhat threat to the human population, human race, because of their advanced technology and their advanced civilization. And uh, human minds aren't too, you know, uh, they can't process like any of their like uh, their societies and stuff. So they imagine they automatically think they're a threat. So Tom Hanks has to help all the Avatar people save the serum before it goes into full effect and also fight off the government before the serum, like, kills almost everybody. And, yeah. These are three incredibly, or two, two (laughs) incredibly intricate plots. I was not expecting that for, for basically, I think I only gave y'all two and a half minutes, actually, because I did the math wrong. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Why did why Nolan? Oh wait, and again. Sorry, the audio. Why Nolan? Um, why Nolan? 
I feel like knowing, having seen some of his work, I know that like uh, he can like. Mm, I know that it'll get like very serious at times, and uh, he, he may. I. I don't, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. You had it. Just, um, I don't know. This one's a hard one. Which one? In real life, I would watch Chase's movie just because mm-hmm. it's a Christopher Nolan, Tom Hanks movie. You can't go away. But yeah. who had the better pitched movie? I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But, well, the only problem is, Chase, I got a little bit lost with you. So I was like, wait, where? Who's going where? Tom Hanks is what? Yeah, and it was then just, it just like, kept going oh, around. I don't know where to take this. It's just, like, it's just, it's hard. Avatar is a hard fan, especially because I also remember nothing from that first movie. But, um, yeah, uh, Rodrigo, you're the winner. Um, the, the Greta Gerwig war film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger that I would, I would actually probably mm. watch if it was in theaters. Um, feels like it'd be coming out around <laughs> yeah. December, maybe going for that Oscar. Maybe getting, maybe getting Arnold Schwarzenegger's yep. first Oscar, maybe. I don't know if he's ever won one. Um, okay. How much time? We got a few minutes. One thing I wanted to do is, you remember that Twitter thing where it was like explaining oh, movies badly? <laughs> let me see if let me see if you can guess these movies um, based off of some of the stuff people put. This movie, grumpy emo chick ponders whether to shag a corpse or a dog over several. Ladybird. Yes. Could you repeat that again? Grumpy emo chick ponders whether to shag a corpse or a dog over several years. Grumpy emo kid. Corpse or a dog. Mm. Film franchise. Uh. A young adult film franchise. Oh, Twilight. Yes. <laughs> Group spends nine hours returning jewelry. Wait, say that one again. Group spends nine hours mm. returning jewelry. Mm. A very critically acclaimed film franchise, this is. Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings oh. it is, one to one. I'd say the first person who can guess okay. five correct wins. This one's kind of hard. Everyone tries the ice bucket challenge. Mm. Very popular. 2012. No. Everyone tries the ice bucket challenge. If you don't remember what that is, that's when people threw water over yeah, people's yeah, faces. I remember that. Mm. Full of okay. ice. One of the highest Titanic. Titanic. Avatar? Of all what did I think Avatar? Titanic. Yeah. Yep. Two to one, Chase. Le- this one's easy. You have to get it quick. Leonardo DiCaprio wanders a frozen wasteland. Oh, Revenant. Revenant. <laughs> yep. Chase, up three to one. Boy spends seven years being a third. Harry Potter. Yep, three to two. Stockholm Green Syndrome Beast. works. Three to three. Taking... Or talking frog convinces uh, his son to kill his dad. 
Uh, talking frog convinces son to kill his dad. Talking frog. Uh, princess and the frog? No. Talking. No. It's not actually a frog. It's oh, Star Wars? Fuck! Yes. Four to five, Rodrigo. This is for the win. Drug addicted girl takes advantage of mentally challenged boy for three uh, decades. Bait? No. Uh. Duh. Wait, say it one more time. Drug addicted oh, girl takes advantage of I mean, uh, challenged boy for three decades. Ooh. Yep, four to four. Here we go. Whoever gets this wins. Now, let me find a good one then. Let me find a good one. Um, no, that's too hard. Okay, I'll just go with the one that was right here. A guy that's alone in the forest kisses a dead body. While seven other guys watch. Huh? No. What? It's a hard one. It's an animated movie. A guy that's alone in the forest. Oh, oh, it's not what Well, there's seven other guys. Yes, Rodrigo is double winner. He won both games. But he... But he lost the draft. I did not lose that that draft. (laughs) I was not last place on that draft. I okay. Who do y'all think, other than yourself, had the best team? I think. Ooh. I think hmm. you had a pretty good team, David. I think. I think. I, I think you. Yeah. I, I think, think you. I had think the best Chase. Team, Chase oh. Other than me. Okay. Well, thank you. So we'll see. We'll see. Retweet that Twitter poll so you can yeah. so people can actually see. But. That's it. Does uh, anything come out this Dora weekend? Dora and the Angry Birds so. movies. Who cares? Nobody cares. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Also, yeah, I heard. I Dora heard Dora was all right though. And also for Rodrigo, um, that Angry Birds is currently the highest rated video game film to this day. <laughs> well, yeah, is it Pikachu a video game film? Did that not? Did oh Angry no, Birds no, no, no. Uh, more it hasn't Pikachu? came out yet, but it has like a higher rating, like. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, the height. Oh, okay. Huh. Makes sense. Um, so, yeah, nothing's coming out. And we're stopping at a good time because nothing really interesting comes out for a while, honestly. Um, so, Ryan, yeah, if you wonder where Ryan went, he, his, his connection was bad and he couldn't get back into the chat, <laughs> so he's gone. So we genuinely accurately predicted that wow. he was going to die this episode. R.I.P. Ryan. <laughs> we, we spoke it into action. Um, okay. You know what it is. Movie Spotlight. What's the one thing for the very last time that you want to talk about before we go away until probably September? Chase, um, I'll let you go first. I'm watching Inglorious Bastards right now. Yes. Uh, did not know that they would actually good show film. people getting scalped in the movie. I mean, it's fine. Quentin Wait, Tarantino what? got scalped. Quentin Tarantino was one of the well, people oh, that got scalped. Oh, well, I'm going to look back at that. <laughs> I, well, I probably won't look back at that. Uh, I was eating a hot dog while I was watching <laughs> that, and then I was just like immediately almost threw up because I saw Good Boys before <laughs> And I was like, this movie is basically book smart, so I need it like a. I skip, yeah, I skip my screening of no. Book Boys. No, well, I mean, 
it wasn't bad, but uh, like it was it was basically just book smart. Like they had the character uh, they had two of the stars from Book Smart. They had Will Forte and Melissa Steinberg. They had Nobody Speak from Run the Jewels. There's a scene where they have to go to a party and that's literally like the end point of the film. And uh there's a bunch of like dick and sex jokes in the movie. Um well, it's a separate yeah. movie, so you'd expect. And like, just it seems know. like a parody of Book Smart, but with boys. But I didn't enjoy it that <laughs> much. It's it's just average. Did you? Um, I skipped my screening for Scary Stories. Uh, that when one? is that? When was that one? It was like I, Wednesday, I think, I for me. Think I? Dang, I shouldn't have gone to that. One. I think I skipped it. I wanted to <laughs> see that one. Uh, but. Yeah, that was another, but, oh, well, I missed it. Mm. Rodrigo, what's your last one? For this season. Okay, so lately, I've actually, I actually, um, well, I, I finished watching one thing, and I think we've already talked about Barry here at some point, so I don't want to talk about yes. that one. It's great, go see it. Um, but I started watching the show on Netflix called Money Heist. Oh, yeah. Uh, for uh, mm. for everyone else, it's Casa de Papel. Uh, it's a Spanish uh, series um, about this big uh, heist at a uh, uh, at one of those places where where they print the money. Uh, it is very interesting because mm. it's it's a very elaborate heist, and you don't know you don't know the plan, uh, what the plan is fully, and you just slowly start discovering what the plan is and how it was planned and why they're doing the things they're doing uh, and how successful, knowing how successful they're going to be in certain things. And you see a lot of these little small battles uh, that, you know, that, you know, the guy in charge of the heist and, you know, the police are coming to play, you know, kind of like, hey, you know, we want this, uh, but we won't do this. And, you know, this just very, at a very interesting show and I'm, I'm, about to finish season one, um, it's really good. I absolutely recommend it to anybody that's like into that type of stuff. If you're like into like the Sherlock Holmes type of deal, you're trying trying to deal with trying to put the pieces together. Uh, that I totally recommend it. So, Money Heist on Netflix. As I said, this is our last season, so I'm not going to talk about any one episode in particular. But I don't exactly know when we're going to come back. And I don't know if this will have already happened by the time we come back or not, but Anya Taylor-Joy season is coming upon us. So let me just tell you, August 25th, season five of Peaky Blinders, season that. So go watch Peaky Blinders. I've been watching it. The first two seasons are great. Catch up on that. Watch her and that. Playmobil, the movie, comes out August 30th. Check out for that. I hear it's a little bit better than advertised. Um, uh, What else? Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance comes out on August 30th as well. So you get a Sophie's Choice of Anya Taylor-Joy projects. Then in September, we have, uh, what's it called? Radioactive, which stars, I forget her, I believe Rosamond Pike. That's a TIFF. So if you're in Toronto and you can go to TIFF, I was going to try to go, but plane tickets cost too much. It's the closing night film. Go watch Radioactive at TIFF. And then also Olivia Cook also has a film at TIFF called Sound of Metal. So... All of this, Anya Taylor-Joy season is coming upon us. Don't miss it. 
all good projects. I'm excited for all of them. In the meantime, watch Peaky Blinders. It's great. Um, oh, I really want to see the Tim. Are there any uh, updates on but, uh, <laughs> New Mutants? Um, for right now, it's supposed to come out in April, but honestly, at this point, I'm, I'm kind of giving up. Um, um, or is it February? No, it's April. But yes, watch all of those. I really wish you said y'all both went to see Hobbs and Shaw. Did either no. of you see the Tenet trailer? No. Oh man, I really am getting excited. I'm hearing rumblings it might be in the Inception universe. Oh my gosh, this is just oh, blown oh. my excitement for Dune out of the water. This is it. This is my most anticipated movie of my life. Right oh now. boy, I cannot wait. So I don't think we're gonna be doing shows when the Tenet trailer is released, but just know I am already excited. Um, but that's it. That's it. Thanks for everyone who's watched this whole season. Um, we've we've had pretty consistent viewership, and uh, I've gotten some pretty nice messages about it. So thanks to everyone who's watching. Hopefully, we'll be back relatively soon. Like I don't expect us to be gone for any longer than a month at the most. So we'll be back. Remember to send in your voice messages. But for the last time, Chase and Rodrigo, do you have anything to say? That's it for me, boss. <laughs> All right. So for the very last time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.